Back in a Thursday afternoon, I'm Jeff MacArthur, and because it's a Thursday, time for your weekly wellness update. Here's our wellness expert. Find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. Laura DeSanctis joins us now. Hey there, Laura. Good afternoon. Hi, Jeff. Good afternoon. Okay, here we are. It is January 20th. We're a little more than halfway through dry January. And if you're like me, this has been a tough one. It's been a tough dry January to get through. So uh, first off, uh, do you have any tips to keep people that are doing dry January just kind of motivated and keep them going, Laura? That's a really good question, Jeff. I think uh, one of the biggest things is uh, reflecting on, you know, why are we doing this for a lot of people when they do damp January, dry January? Why are we taking alcohol out of our diet aside from the health benefits? Are there other things where we find it to socialize or we find that it helps us reduce stress? And I like to encourage people to journal and or take some time to reflect on that. I find that's like a really good thing when you're trying to, and any health goal when it comes to mind is why am I doing this? Asking yourself that question and then really tapping into your body and noticing what feels different. I know for me um, and for a lot of people, it's the reducing of inflammation. So um, really tapping in and tuning into your body and seeing how do you feel. Yeah, because you don't feel as bloated, right? I mean, when you remove alcohol uh, from your diet, uh, when you stop consuming uh, alcohol, when you talk about that uh, inflammation, uh, I don't know, you, you just feel a little lighter, you feel better, your clothes are fitting a little better, that sort of thing. Definitely. I know for most people any on any weight loss program, the first thing they're going to tell you is to cut out alcohol. So with alcohol, I mean, there's so many benefits when we cut it out from our diet. I mean, it improves our sleep. It reduces our cholesterol. It lowers our glucose levels, lowers our blood pressure. And there is the weight loss and our loss of fat from the liver. So there's so many uh, health benefits when it comes to, um, I would say, having that dry January and of reducing alcohol for years to come. So not even for the month, there's just long-term benefits of not having alcohol in your diet. And when you talk about kind of tapping into how you're feeling and how you're doing uh, throughout the month, I think that's so important because uh, one of the things I realize is that uh, I, I just have greater clarity. I just feel more clear that there's more clarity there when I'm not consuming alcohol. Yep, me too. And for most people, I think, um, well, when we do drink too much, there is those signs that there's poor concentration, worsening of memory, poor sleep. So that clarity for sure, having that good night's sleep. I know we talk about this a lot, that sleep is like one of my non-negotiables, but also the ability to perform tasks. Um, when we drink a lot of alcohol, we find it more difficult to perform like just everyday tasks. So, And it's not, you know, a lot of people would blame it on the old age, but it's not that. There's so many um I would say factors when it comes to alcohol and inflammation in the body. So really reducing that. And like you said, tapping in and seeing how you feel, um, really pay attention to that because our body always speaks to us. Yeah. And what is it about sleep and alcohol, by the way, because you're absolutely right. You do get a better night's sleep when you haven't been drinking. Is it just mm -hmm. because uh, your body is busy kind of filtering, processing that alcohol? Yeah, your body's always trying, especially your liver. Um, it's always trying to detox from, I guess, the substances, the alcohol that you're putting in your body. So, and also depends too, where a lot of people, they stay up late when they're out drinking and that's going to um, break a pattern in your sleep wake cycle. So for me, I'm not an expert on sleep and alcohol, but that's a really good question, Jeff. But I know that there are links and tons of research that um, when there is excess alcohol in the body, it definitely takes a toll on our sleep. Yeah, I will say just kind of tap into how you're feeling. That's just so important. And uh, the longest I went was March 8th a few years ago because I just was feeling so great and feeling mm -hmm. so much uh, better that uh, 
uh, I just kept it going. Uh, I mean, you don't have to kind of put some sort of, I know we call it dry January, but you don't have to put like an artificial timeline on it, right, Laura? Right. You don't have to put a timeline on it at all. I mean, there's also a lot of people um, who can't do the dry January. So there's something called the damp January where they have one or two glasses a week instead of having no more than they would regularly have in a week or in a month. So if you can't do the full month or a few months, then try the dry, uh, the, the damp January. That would help as well. But just like you, Jeff, I know for me, there was years and years where I didn't have even a sip of alcohol. And I noticed when I do now um, how I feel and how my body responds. So just pay attention. I always like to tell people that. Yeah, by the way, I was reading about this earlier this week. And one of the tips to staying on track when it comes to dry January, and I love this tip, is don't rely on the buddy system. Definitely. I know that works in a lot of different uh, scenarios, but uh, if you've got friends like my friends, it's like, come on, you can have one drink. It's okay. <laughs> I have some close friends too, so I totally get it. <laughs> Here with our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Also this week, we're going to discuss, I had to look at this uh, twice, but uh, when you sent this topic, Laura, but we're going to talk about the perks of working out naked. Yeah. Talk to me about this. <laughs> so I have to admit, I've never worked out naked. So a lot of this research and what I'm saying right now is um, from other studies. But apparently this has been happening for a few years now, and there is some research about... Um, working out naked, the, the benefits of it, especially when it comes to self-love and self-care. But I don't know if I'd be able or comfortable enough to go to a gym because um, I don't think I'd be, I'd want to do a HIIT workout naked in front of people. That's just me. But there's research from the study of the Journal of Sex Research that came out last year and they said they uh, sampled a few people and they actually did fitness classes and they felt better naked. It was communal naked activities and it increased their body appreciation and it helped reduce like this social physique anxiety. So I've never done it. Like I said, Jeff, is that something you would try? Uh, I don't think so. I mean, I'd have to give it some uh, thought, but I'm just uh, thinking there's, uh, I don't know why, but risk of injury increases maybe or something there. But uh, right. uh, I hear what, yeah, but I hear what you're saying when it comes to body acceptance. And uh, mm -hmm. obviously this has been a topic of much discussion over the last uh, few years, the last little while and uh, being able to, uh, you know, accept uh, all bodies and all shapes and sizes. Yeah. Yeah. I think, I mean, it's something that, it's hard for a lot of people to wrap their head around, but apparently with the research that there was a, everyone felt that did this study, the positive body image, um, th they were happier, their well-being, they felt that um, sexual functioning would be better as well because they were working out. Not only were they just working out, but they were working out naked, so they perceived that themselves more attractive because they saw themselves every day in, in that light. So it was really interesting, the research, and it's something that, like I said, it's been trending off and on for a few years now, but I don't know if it's something that most people would jump on the bandwagon with. But apparently, we know exercising is great for our health, but the study really said that exercising naked can be great for your physical and emotional health, um, and it increases your confidence and feelings of self-worth. Okay, and I have to believe it would, uh, you know, if you're exercising and the goal is to increase your heart rate, it's probably going to get your heart rate up a little bit too, I'm thinking. <laughs> <laughs> I would think so, but you know what, Jeff? I just couldn't, like, when it comes to certain workouts, like squatting and HIIT workouts, I don't think that's, you know, something that I would personally want to see other people naked doing, but that's just me. <laughs> All right, Laura, appreciate it as always. Thanks so much for this. We'll talk again next Thursday. Thanks. There goes our wellness expert, Laura DeSanctis. Again, find her on Instagram at Go With Your Gut. And we're back after a break. Stay with us.
Hi, it's Shauna, and I might be a bad parent because my kids think french fries are vegetables. Hey, it's Ryan, and I might be a bad parent because I went out for wings when my wife was in the hospital after giving birth. Johnny here. I might be a bad parent because in my house, the tooth fairy gives pocket change. But we're not alone. Len emailed us and said his six-year-old daughter's Tarzan moment going from love seat to lazy boy by curtains made him more proud than any dance <laughs> recital. And Andy left his two-year-old at the rink. All right, guys, I'm sure we're not alone, like Andy's kid. For stories and confessions like this, make sure you check out our podcast. It's called Bad Parents, and it's available wherever you get your podcasts. I left a glove at the rink.